Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. So a man goes to the emergency room, and he says, Doctor, I need help. I've got, I, uh, I accidentally got a, a dumbbell stuck up my ass. And the doctor says, oh, my gosh. Uh, well, we got to get that out. So they take him into the OR, and they remove the dumbbell from his rectum. And the man immediately reaches over, grabs the dumbbell, puts it right back up his ass, and goes, two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I've told that joke before, but it just, it's just so fucking funny to me. Oh, I apologize. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is April the 12th, 2023, Wednesday. We're halfway through the work week. Thank you for joining me and letting me bend your ear for 30 minutes or less. I actually thought of another joke. My father told me this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was young. But uh, a couple of guys are in a bar. And no, this is I'm not. I don't just tell jokes on the show here. Okay, so don't don't turn it off yet. All right, I just I have to. I have to tell this one. So two strangers are at a bar, and uh, they're sitting there drinking. And uh, the one guy says to the other, he says, "Hey, uh, you want to play bar football?" And the guy's like, "Bar football? What's that?" He goes, "Well, you know, it's like football." And he says, well, you know, you you chug a beer for the six points, and then you pull your pants down, and you fart for the extra point. The guy's like, oh, okay. So dude goes, all right, I'll go first. Chugs his beer down, slams it on the bar, <laughs> drops his pants, bends over, and... <laughs> the guy says, okay, your turn. Dude chugs his beer... Drops his pants, bends over, and the other guy runs up behind him and sticks his dick in his ass and goes, Block that kick! Block that kick! <laughs> so I was watching a lot of Chris Hansen. You guys watch this To Catch a Predator show with Chris Hansen? I mean, who hasn't seen it? Even the guys that keep getting caught on it have seen it. I never watched it a whole lot, but it keeps showing up in my YouTube feed. And, you know, you watch something once and then it's like, oh, that's what he likes. Let's give him nothing but that. So a lot of To Catch a Predator reruns or best of or worst of, as it were, keep showing up in my YouTube feed. And I keep watching them. And Chris Hansen, this guy, he's so it's so fucking funny, you know, how he comes out. And he's like, <laughs> like, he asks questions to these guys, these predators. These grown ass men who've driven 200 miles to supposedly see what is either a 14, 13 year old boy or girl, depending on their taste. And he comes out and he's so nonchalantly, so casually and professionally repeats the things that they wrote in their chat text. You know, he comes out from behind the curtain. He's like, what are you doing here? And the guy's like, uh, well, uh, uh, I, uh. Oh, I was just here to meet a friend. He's like, oh, I see. I see. And um, and what do you got there? 
He's like, uh, well, like, um, four pack of Seagram's wine coolers and some, uh, extra large condoms and some rubber bands and, um, <laughs> a gallon of KY. I see. And what were you planning on doing with that tonight? Nothing. I just came over because she needed a friend and I thought I'd come over here and talk to her because there's a lot of bad guys on the internet and I was going to just tell her like, it's okay and uh, and I'll watch out for her. I see, I see. And when you said you were going to shove a giant pickle in her... <laughs> and when you said you were going to shove a hot pickle into her... What'd you mean by that? I, I don't remember saying that. Well, I'm Chris Hansen, and this is NBC. The guy has some kind of revelation. Like, he's been sitting there talking to Chris Hansen. He was probably watching the show before he left, and he goes... Well, you know, I was driving over here, and the whole time I was like, I hope this isn't to catch a predator with Chris Hansen. And then, like, he came out from behind the curtain, and I was like, bruh. And then you said your name is Chris Hansen. I was like, that is Chris Hansen. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? But when he starts, and, the, like, some of these guys get really graphic, you know, so they're, like, telling him, Chris Hansen, he just so casually, you know. He's like, Hot Daddy 69 wrote... I want to lube your p up and down with my using nothing but the same pudding that Bill Cosby sells. I asked him about this. Well, that's like a euphemism for playing Candyland. And what did you mean when you said I'm going to split you in two like a wishbone? I I don't I don't know I don't know, bro. And then you got the, like, not just one guy, but several, as I've noticed throughout watching the show. The guy comes in and just gets naked. Now, a 14-year-old alone in a suburbanite house, a two-floor house, a big one, is very unlikely to be left alone. Maybe things have changed. I don't think so. But even if they are left alone, the parents aren't far away. So you come walking through the back door, and this, you know... Undercover cop, which is like a, you know, 30-year-old female pretending to be a little boy. You know, she's like, oh, just make yourself at home. There's lemonade in the fridge. And guys like, <laughs> guys carrying like a bucket of roofies and a 30-pack of beer. And he's like, you know, she's <laughs> she says, there's cookies on the counter. And he's already got his pants off. And he's just strolling around the house, butt-ass naked. Like, what kind of... And then there comes Chris Hansen out from behind the curtain. Hey, why don't you take a seat there? Why don't, you, why, don't take, why don't you have a seat? And the guy's just... like They're so paralyzed, right? <laughs> anyone with common sense would just fucking roll. Just bail, dude. Because even if you don't know who Chris Hansen is, if that's the father... Forget about your clothes and your goodies. Just leave because you are likely to be murdered. But no, here comes Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat? Why don't you go ahead and have a seat right there? Have a seat. Have a seat. Go have a seat. What were you going to do here tonight? Uh, I just was going to come over and uh, and watch some movies and eat some pizza with my new friend. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the girl that you were talking to that's uh, 14? Wow, she didn't really say her age. Oh, really? On the transcripts here, it says, I'm 14. Is that okay? And you said, if there's grass on the field, you can play ball. 
Uh, I just... Uh, <sighs> what did you mean by that? What did you mean by that? I, 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 don't, I don't... I just was looking out for, you know... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And here you said, I'm going to get so deep into you, I'm going to turn you into a conehead. Now, what did you mean by that? What's that? What did you mean by that? Uh, uh, can I go? You're free to leave anytime you want. <laughs> Dude's putting his pants on, making his way back out to his car. Six cops dogpile him. And this isn't like a, yes, I consent to you showing my face on television. Somehow they're just allowed to show your face on television. That's, man, I mean, talk about just like, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. I mean, I would never, ever be caught in a situation like that. At that point, you should just get in your car and drive. Drive to Mexico, get a tan bust dishes and stay the fuck out of the United States. I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> and on top of all the YouTube, uh, you know, I, I do actually search for cops or uh, cop beatings or cop shootings or cops, the show or live PD. I like watching that kind of stuff. And the more I watch, the more I see, like, you know, I know what it's like to interact with real police versus the TV police and the ones on the cops episodes, especially the show cops, like they're glamming it up for the cam. And I guarantee you those guys probably go days, fucking days without ever getting anything good on film. So when something does happen, they really exaggerate everything. Like when a guy gets pulled over on his bike and he's got like a tiny little sack of weed and he doesn't even really run so much as he just kind of trots away and they're like three knees on his back and beating him and they're like stop resisting like they're just waiting for that shit to happen if you knew cops was filming in your town like don't break the fucking law stay indoors but these cops <laughs> they're like i'm gonna pull this guy over because he's got a tail light out and then they fucking get on the loudspeaker and everything. Driver, step out of the vehicle. Now get on your knees with your hands behind your back. Now put your left foot in. Put your left foot out. Put your left foot in and shake it all about. Please do the hokey pokey. That's what it's all about <laughs> like okay but in all seriousness this is what they'll do they'll be like intertwine your fingers behind your head now while you're on your knees cross your ankles it's like what the fuck for why is all that necessary they're confused as shit and you've got them at gunpoint how about just lay flat on the ground and then don't break my spine pinning me down over a misdemeanor you know police officers how much i love you and i support you but come on now that whole knee in the back thing, right? That's for violent people. That's for people that are blatantly resisting. That's for people with weapons, not Joe Pot Smoker. Dial down the physicality just a tad. I'm not going to get all political here, but I am going to say this criminals and police alike both are making mistakes on each side. People shouldn't be fucking running over stupid shit and people should be doing what they're told by the police. And on the flip side of the coin, the police should stop being so fucking aggressive. Me, I never have to worry about any trouble with the police. See, I'm not going to run. I'm too fat to run. 
I get out of breath getting my wallet to show him my license. <laughs> so, okay, so I saw the most epic interview with this guy. Do you know what LARPing is? Well, I'm going to tell you what LARPing is. That's an acronym for live action role playing. And it, as far as I know, almost always is just like medieval type stuff, like knights and, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons type things, characters, whatever. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not pretending to be an expert on this. I knew some guys that LARPed. They would go to Renaissance Fair all the time. They had rubber swords and, you know, aluminum foil. Uh, armor and shields and shit. And they had a lot of fun. I didn't dog on it because, you know, whatever makes you happy. And a lot of these guys take it very seriously. Well, I came across this interview with this gentleman who, well, let me set it up for you. Obviously, he was in the middle of a LARP. He's got chain mail, you know, like the thing of the knights, like the headpiece, you know, not the helmet. But like the chain mail, like little headpiece that they wore under the helmet. He's got one of those on. He's got the full knight, you know, suit on. He's got his shield. He's got his sword. And he's being interviewed by the news. So this interview that I saw is on the news. And what he's being interviewed about is the fact that he found a dead body. Now listen to this fucking nutcase stay in character while being interviewed over the fact that he found not just a body, but one that was missing a head. We were in the middle of our tournament where my friend John said he found a body in the bushes over there. I ran over there because I'm a healing monk to try and help, but obviously my magic wasn't strong enough because the dude body was missing a head. So my friend decided to try and use a necromancer spell, which didn't work, which I knew it wouldn't. And apparently we contaminated the crime scene because that spell uses a lot of glitter. Oh, I see. And so, the, I'm sorry, what was that? What, what did you say? What was that last part? Because that spell uses a lot of glitter. A lot of what? Glitter. Glitter. That's what I thought you said. So, if I'm to understand you correctly, Mr. Larper, you came across a deceased person missing a head, tried to cast several spells on it, and in the end, used a spell that involved glitter. <laughs> Glitter! Glitter is like the herpes of arts and crafts. You can't get that shit off of your skin when you're alive, and you're going to spread it all over blood? Gee, yeah, but the police were real pleased with that. Why are you... What's with... Glitter? The only people that use glitter are pre-K teachers and strippers. You know what, guys? <laughs> You know what really enhanced this experience of us grown men dressing as knights and playing with rubber swords in the park? What's that, dude? Glitter. You sure? Glitter. <laughs> oh, oh, another thing I came across on YouTube. I've been really YouTubing it up. Hey, I pay for no commercials on YouTube, so I'm getting my fucking fill. And it's worth it, man, because once you go no commercials on YouTube, there is no coming back. I mean, I can't I can't have my videos interrupted halfway through. It's like right when the shit starts getting good, you're watching a documentary and it stops and it's like a fucking ad for whatever. And I'm like, nah. and at that point, if you're watching something that's like an hour long or 30 minutes and it stops halfway, there is no skipping the ad. You're watching a full two fucking minutes. Uh, anyway, it's worth the $13 to not ever have to watch ads on YouTube. So another thing I've been watching a lot of lately is Core TV. Well, reruns of Core TV, Best Of, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy, so let me set this one up. 
this guy who is handcuffed in every possible place he can be handcuffed is in court, and the judge is just trying to talk to him. And then uh, hilarity ensues. Here, let me play that for you. Want to be in the room or not? Do you know what's up, my I prefer not to, sir. Well, you got a mouth for it. Okay, so if you didn't catch that, so what, what's happening is, is the judge is just trying to read the charges. He's just trying to get through. It's not even the judge that's going to be presiding over the actual hearing to find him guilty or not guilty. This is just a judge. He's just a gatekeeper. He just wants to hear him say guilty or not guilty. And so the judge asks him, you know, because the guy's all fired up. He says, do you want to be in here or not? Actually, he doesn't even say it like that. I said it too aggressively. He's just politely. He's like, do you want to be here or not? And the guy, he says, do you want to suck my dick? And the judge so calmly, so Chris Hansen-esque says, I prefer not to, sir. <laughs> I'd prefer not to, sir. He Like without missing a beat. Do you want to suck my dick? I'd prefer not to, sir. <laughs> and then he goes, well, you got the mouth for it. You know, some people, it's amazing. I don't know if you're not familiar with, um, you know, doing time or dealing with judges, you may or may not know just how much power they hold. I mean, it's insane. And these aren't even people that were like law enforcement. Okay. You just have to be a lawyer. Well, I mean, not just be a lawyer. You know what I mean? You have to be a lawyer and then you have to take a test. Then you have to get voted in, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't really know what kind of ethics goes into like who they put up on the bench, because if you have any experience with judges, you'll find that you can find some really cool ones and you can find some really hard ass ones. You can find some judges that are just absolutely fucking crazy. It's like, you know, kind of like a real mixed bag, like with normal people. Like if you were to go out and, you know, meet 30 people in a room, you're going to have some fucking wacky ones. You're going to have some hard asses. You're going to have some really, really cool ones. That's like the judges in any court, in anywhere, in any state, any city. And I have been, I was in court one time for a traffic ticket and there was a guy ahead of me and he had, I, I guess he had forgotten to sign something. And so he had to, like, he went before the judge I need you to fill out this form and then we can let you go. So the guy sits down, he fills out the form and, but he has to wait till the line is done because he's gotten out of line. He has to, you know, basically get back in line and he has to wait for everyone to get done. Well, he's sitting in this chair off to the side and he's throwing this little mini fucking tantrum. He's not saying anything. He's not making any sounds, but he's twisting and fucking turning in his chair and he's snorting and he's huffing and puffing. And the judge, you know, like I, I'm sitting here watching him and I'm like, dude, you got to, you know, and the judge never once makes mention of it, never once looks at him. And by the time that guy got up to the judge, the judge said, you know, since you want to have an attitude today, you can spend the next 24 hours in jail. And like that, dude went from walking out of there with a dismissed ticket to spending 24 hours in holding. And that's what judges can do. If you piss them off, even if it's unintentional, even if they just are in a bad mood and you say something that just kind of rubs them the wrong way, they can be like, that's a week, that's two weeks, that's a month, that's six months, and you are going to serve that fucking time. Now, you may get out a little early, but you are going to fucking jail that day. That's scary power. There's no one there to, like, take a vote on it. This is one person. Nobody has that kind of power. You think the president of the United States has that kind of power? 
Do you think that people can come to him and go, please do this? And he goes, okay. And then it's done. No, it has to go through all kinds of voting, through all kinds of Congress. But here, one single man with no one to veto can put your ass in jail for as long as he wants on a whim. So anyone with any brains knows you go to the courtroom, you start kissing that ace. Has anyone ever figured out what the H in Jesus, H Christ stands for? I know that's a random thought, but it, it came to me today when one of my co-workers said Jesus tap dancing Christ. And then I thought, man, it's been a lot of jokes about Jesus, H Christ. Like, do you think in heaven that he gets tired of being asked or like it's like a running joke? You know, when someone says the same joke over and over, like if your name, like I met a girl one time named Rebel. That was her honest to God name. I even checked her license. Her name was Rebel. And every time she met someone, they'd go, Rebel Without a Cause, you know, James Dean movie. And I was like, God, that's got to get old. Got to get so fucking old to hear that same joke every single time that you tell somebody your name. So I'm thinking like Jesus is up in heaven. People are coming into the gates and they're like, oh, my God. I'm so excited to meet you, Jesus. I've been waiting so long. Now, listen, between you and me. What does the H stand for? And he's like, ah, 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 good one. We've only heard that about a million times, literally. He starts making up names eventually. What does the H stand for? A ham bone. <laughs> Jesus ham bone Christ. Yeah, dad was going through kind of a blues phase, you know folky country type thing from the 20s yeah jesus ham bone and when i say 20s i mean bc where am i going with that okay so i'm gonna wrap this show up uh clark's three is showing on stars if you haven't seen it if you're a kevin smith fan it's the third installment of the clark series that is started a long time ago and boy are they looking old and i gotta say this one was better than the second one it actually had some pretty dramatic parts that kind of gave me the feels Although the uh, the two main characters, the actors, are just awful. But they're not actors, you know, but uh, they tried. And uh, got a little cameo by whatever her name is, Rosario Dawson. And um, anyway, I'd recommend checking out if you like Kevin Smith stuff. It's on Stars. Lafayette, Carlos, if you've watched it, I would love to come onto your show and discuss it with the nerds. Um, fat guy loves cake at Yahoo.com is how you can reach me. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I'll see you guys on Friday. Everybody have a wonderful rest of your week. discovered this effect on voice mod and it's called fart show and whenever you talk it makes and whenever you're tr I'm trying to talk but it keeps putting farts in place of my words let me take it down it actually has an honest to god meter that says so the more beans you have the more farts interrupt your words when you're talking. Right now, I'm going to put it on 100 beans.
As you can see, you heard nothing I was saying on beans. This is 50 beans. <laughs> uh, this is for someone uh, that dream come true. I have no idea why anyone else would want to use it. But I'd like to, uh, I'd like to all my fans for, uh, you know, stop. I'm trying to talk, but it keeps, I'm going to talk real quietly and I'm, I'm trying to talk so it won't cut my words, words out. But it does. <laughs> Good night. No? No beans?